In today's episode, we're speaking to Barbara Garrison. Barbara is a career and money breakthrough coach and a job you love expert at Interna Groove, the company she founded 14 years ago. She helps burnt out success-driven professionals who are just going through the motions design a career based on their truth that makes them, them leap out of bed even on Monday mornings. Let's speak to her and find out how she changed her life by changing her mindset. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. It's Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And guess what? We have the vivacious, the amazing, the gorgeous Barbara Garrison. Hi, Barbara. How are you? <laughs> wow, that's an intro. Thank you very much. I'm thrilled to be here today. Thank you so much for, for you know, agreeing to come on our podcast. We've been trying to do this for quite some time now. It just didn't materialize until now. So I'm so grateful we're here now. So Barbara, everyone's heard your intro. They know how amazing you are and they can see why I'm so excited to speak to you. But in your own words, tell everybody who you are and what you do. Yes. So uh, by by title, I am a career and money breakthrough coach. I've been doing that for almost 15 years. I started my company called Internal Groove, as you mentioned. Um, And the first thing I want to describe is how I came up with the name Internal Groove and why this is important is because I used to say this long, long, long before I was a coach or started this company. I used to say, I'd see people either that I knew or didn't know. And I used to always say, they have their own internal groove. Mm. And that didn't mean anything so much specific as, you know, their, their description of themselves, but it was almost like you could see and feel their light, their satisfaction, their contentment, their belief, their value, like shining out from inside of them. And you just got that feel that they were in their own groove in whatever way that was for them. So, um, I really developed this business because I really had lost mine (laughs) for a long time. And I frankly became my very first, most difficult, most challenging client that there was. I I was in a corporate job. I had worked in uh, corporate America. I'd worked my whole life to get to where I was. I was the director of marketing for a very large uh, national company, publicly traded. I had a lot, a lot of responsibility. Uh, I was involved in, uh, I was technically the director of marketing, but I was also involved in operations, in some local politics, in public relations, in events, in sales direction, in sales management. Uh, there was a lot of different pieces. I handled events. I mean, it was a very complex, very full job. Mm-hmm. I had tons of great perks. I was invited to red carpet events all the time. This was in Los Angeles, by the way. Uh, I have escaped Los Angeles. Uh, my husband and I moved to the foot of the Rocky Mountains uh, in a very different lifestyle, which I'll probably get to later. Um but I had all the perks, you know, a great mm-hmm. job. I had uh, the title I'd worked my whole career for. I had, you know, the so-called all the glamour of life in L.A., everything you can yeah. imagine. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, my soul was leaking out of me bit by bit by bit. I was yeah. working six and seven days a week. 
and burnt out. But I think hard work wasn't a problem. That wasn't the issue. It was more that I was just kind of going through the motions and I was really questioning myself about like, I worked my whole career to get here. Is this actually where I want to be? Mm. So I really went on a tough journey myself to get to the other side of what that looked like. Um, and, you know, I've been a coach now for 14 and almost 15 years, and I've never been happier. Mm. I've never loved work that I've I, I've had. I've never had a job for 15 years, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, it wasn't an easy road, but I know that uh, I now support others to sort of cross the street of fire, I'll call it, to get to the other side. But I'm over on the other side going, it's awesome over here. Join me over here. <laughs> when you, you know, when you, when you design your career, and you earn your living in such a way that it really fits for the truth of who you are. There's no substitute for it. No, no substitute. No. You tell your truth, you, you live in freedom. And, you know, that doesn't mean that you don't work hard. But, you know, when I think about, you know, the creative freedom, the financial freedom, the freedom to make my own choices, the freedom to be who I am, the mm. freedom to really decide what the next right move for my business is going to be and what feels good to me in the moment. That is part of the mindset that actually attracts the financial freedom that I have as well. Yeah. I mean, I love what you said. You were your own first client. And I think every coach would say the same thing. I'm my own. I was my own first client and I was bloody difficult. I had to figure <laughs> things out and I was stubborn and I, I didn't want to do stuff and I would not show up. I, you know, I was like my worst client ever. And I managed to work. Me too. <laughs> totally free. So, so that's why I can't get any more difficult clients because I was the worst one ever. Um, but yeah, I, I love that fact that you worked on yourself first. And this, I think, is really important. You can either learn things in books and then regurgitate like a parent and try and teach others. And that's not effective. Or you go through life journey and you have your experiences which teach you things which then you can teach others. And I think that's what you and I have both done, which is fabulous. So let's get started with that. So I know you told us you had this amazing career in corporate and it was in LA with all the glamour and the red carpets and the stars and everything else. So what happened? You, you hinted at something, but I want you to just describe your journey. How did you go from being in that place to being self-employed for the last 15 years, having this amazing financial freedom along with success in your business and the you know complete different lifestyle? You just mentioned you're in the Rocky Mountains now, compared that to LA, which is a complete different lifestyle. How did this how did this happen? How was the process and how did you work on your mindset to be able to go from one extreme to the, you know, to the other? Talk us through this. Start from the beginning. Yeah. So, you know, it was the great, I accepted the position. I was at this position for six years. That was my last corporate position. I had been in marketing in the marketing field prior to that. And, you know, the first four years, I would say was great. I loved it. I loved the work I was doing. It was really, really satisfying. I think for me, what started to happen first, I started to feel like I wasn't able to express my creativity as much as I wanted to and as mm -hmm. much as I had. Mm -hmm. And for me, I have found that that creative freedom is such a critical part of my lifeblood. It's mm -hmm. it's it's like as important as food and water, you know, to me. Mm -hmm. And so that it started as that. But then it kind of built as burnout and frustration with myself and sort of the way that I was operating. I'm going to call it patterns and habits that I had mm. sort of mentally 
um, and emotionally. And I couldn't quite put my finger on what it was at the time. I just know that I was getting more and more burnt out. I was working harder and harder. I was trying to fix things, so-called fix them. And it just really wasn't working. And, you know, for the last year of my time there, it was like, I just kept saying to myself, something big has to change here, something big. I didn't know what it was, but it was like, I needed such a big shakeup. And what I started noticing is, all these wonderful things about both the position and my life in LA started um, not feeling good to me anymore. And so I started changing. That's what started happening. I had been newly married and I, I didn't get married until the week of my 40th birthday. So I think that that plays a role in it too. I was sort of also at a transitionary chapter mm-hmm. in my life. I had been you know, single a long time. I loved being single. I traveled all over. I did all kinds of amazing things. And all of a sudden, I just sort of felt like, I had done all these amazing things in my life and I was sort of done. Like it wasn't, I was done with life. I was done with those things, those things. Yeah. Ready for new adventures. I was ready for a very different lifestyle. What I felt was the walls of LA were kind of closing in on me. Mm. I felt like a little, um, I felt like I was a cube of ice in an ice cube tray. (laughs) You know, like there were people living on every side of me and above me. I had no elbow room. I had no room to sort of break out of the mold that I was in. You know, I had to look a certain part for my job. I had to be a certain way. I had to do certain things. And I found myself very curious about what was over there. Yeah. And that was a combination of things. It was a combination of really wanting um, to focus on different kinds of conversations. I was really bored by the people and the things that they would talk about and the so-called glamour of it all. I just didn't care. I didn't care anymore. And I was more interested in more human to human contact, like deeper conversations, deeper conversations, more spiritual conversations, conversations where people really tell the truth about where they are and what they're about and what matters to them at a much deeper level. Okay. And so I, I think in terms of where I went, you know, it was definitely trial by fire. I, it wasn't like I had a big epiphany and said, okay, now I'm going to change my mindset. I basically just got so miserable. Mm. And I couldn't drag myself to work. I couldn't get there. I couldn't get there. I couldn't get there. And so I started thinking to myself, if I could do anything, what would I do? And the only thing I could come up with was be a bartender on the beach in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. (laughs) And what what a changing career. Wow. What I want you to know, though, it wasn't about I don't even drink anymore. It wasn't even about the, the bartending. It wasn't about. It wasn't about anything. It was about the the feeling. Mm. It was about the freedom. It was about the it fresh air. It was what about I'm nature. Is, is the freedom. It was the freedom to be outside in nature, away from all this hustle and bustle with just the breeze in your hair kind of thing. I'm picking that's that up. Right. That's right. It's just, yeah, I can see that. It was about being myself. It mm. was about not even wearing makeup. It was about mm. not having to dress the part. It was about not having to talk to people about all these things that, you know, people were very concerned about in Los Angeles that I just wasn't concerned about anymore. I just wasn't interested. Hmm. And so, you know, when I said that about being a bartender on the beach in uh, Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, you know, what I said is I was going to be the bartender, but I was going to face the beach Hmm. and my customers were going to have to face the street (laughs) 
or the buildings behind me. And so people were in such shock when I said that. I started saying this out loud because when I gave my notice at my corporate job, um, people were in shock because they're like, you've worked your whole life to get here. You're so good at what you do. You have this amazing career. Why would you make this decision? Yeah, why are you walking away from it? Yes. And where are you going instead? And because at that time I had no idea. I couldn't take another minute. Like I was done. I was done. And I didn't have an answer. And nobody could wrap their head around the fact that I was successful and had all these perks and these lifestyle pieces. Why would you just walk away with no other answers? So I blurted out one day, I'm going to be a bartender in part of Viarda. And as a joke, but people were like, their mouths were on the floor. They were like, oh my God, really? (laughs) And as to be funny, I said, yeah, really? Mm -hmm. And they're like, Really? So then it started kind of going around and people were saying, are you really going to do that? So then I started making fun of it. Right. So <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And, you know, to this day, I never have done that, but I feel like I've done that in my mind. I've done that in my heart. I've done that in my lifestyle. And I have not ever moved to Mexico, <laughs> but <laughs> I definitely have appreciated that. So, um, my going away party, everybody showed up in grass skirts and uh, we had <laughs> fake cocktails with umbrella drinks because they didn't know what else to do based on where they thought I was going. <laughs> oh, bless. So you had no, when you gave your your notice for your corporate job, you actually had no place to go. You just knew I wasn't, I didn't belong here, but I have to figure out where I need to go, but I'll figure out on the way. I'm not, I just need to know that this is the end of the road for me with this job. That's all you knew. Is that right? That's right. And I thought ultimately I would go into another area somewhat related to what I was doing, which was in in marketing. Um, But, you know, essentially what I did for two months is I sat under a tree and then I slept and I I sat under a tree and I slept. I, um, I had gotten an infection in my throat and I was on antibiotics multiple times and I lost my voice and I couldn't get my voice back, which looking back on it to me is so metaphorical. Yeah. Like I lost my voice literally. And mm-hmm. I think emotionally and just even just my whole spirit, it was like, I, I lost my voice because I wasn't speaking my truth. Yeah. And I was trying to fit into what I thought I was supposed to be doing. Hmm. And that was really, really important to me. Now, I I have to say, I was wise enough with money. Um, I started something that I called the Freedom Fund. Hmm. I had no idea what I was going to do with it. But I decided to take a chunk of money from every single paycheck and automatically transfer it to my bank account. And sometimes it fluctuated how much I could do that. But I just did it as an automatic deposit. I, it was the greatest thing I ever gave myself as a gift um, because it gave me a little bit of a cushion. Um, now I was newly married and my husband was so supportive. He said, if I have to work three jobs to support your decision, I will, because I don't want you coming home in tears every day anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, you can do this. He, he had no experience in corporate life, so he didn't know what it was like. He said, I should just walk in and tell them the truth. And I said, well, you can't really do that in a corporate job. <laughs> what did he do? Uh, he, he's been in a totally different world in health and fitness. Uh, he was a massage therapist and a boxing coach. So he's a trainer and teaches people to box and supports, uh, professionals to kind of release their tension and stress. So, um, it was interesting that our worlds have sort of come together, mine more on the mental, uh, emotional side of making changes and his more on the physical releasing of tension and stress. So together we're kind of a good team. (laughs) So 
once you've, uh, you know, once you, you know, after the two months you were, you know, not metaphorically not able to speak because of the infection, what happened next? Um, well, I started getting a lot of calls from headhunters telling me about these great jobs, you know, good titles, you know, nice paychecks and all of this. And I just couldn't get excited. I couldn't even get excited about these jobs that, you know, seemed like the next level of responsibility, the next adventure, the next way to learn the you know, the next level of financial support. I, I just couldn't get excited. So, um, I started looking around uh, at what else I could I could think of, and I really couldn't think of many things. So I took this class. Um, it was just an afternoon class, and it was really about repackaging yourself hmm. uh, as a professional. Well, I can't say the class was all that great, but what struck me was it was like 50 people in this room who were very successful, had great titles, did very well. Their resume looked fabulous, and everybody was miserable everybody. Yeah. Hmm. And I thought there's a lot of people out there in the same boat as me. Yeah. There's got to be something to this. So I started telling more people about some of the things that I really liked doing in my spare time, whether I was getting paid for it or not. And one of the things I discovered is I'd actually been a coach since honestly, I think I was in like junior high, hmm. not officially. That yeah. title yeah, didn't even exist when I first yeah. started. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I was a, a mentor, a peer to peer mentor when I was young. I was a camp counselor when I was in high school and college. Um, even I used to go to cocktail parties during college and people would tell me that I would ask them one question that would make them think so deeply that they would go home and make a big change in their life. I learned that years later. So mm -hmm. I started thinking about the job that I had and I thought, you know, my favorite part of the job is mentoring my team and supporting my team mm -hmm. of all the things that I do. So that sort of stuck with me. And then one of the people that I had hired, uh, during the time I was in that role, uh, called me up and said, you know, I know you're not working right now. I'm wondering if I can come over and chat with you. I have some ideas and I want to ask you. And he said, so that night he came over and he told me two things. One, he was very upset. He'd gotten in a fight with his sister. And the second was, well, he didn't tell me what the second was at the time. He just said he needed to talk to me. Hmm. He came over. We talked for an hour. He'd been crying. He said, oh, my gosh, I feel so much better after talking to you. I can't believe it. And he said, now I want to tell you about why I wanted to talk to you, which is that I don't want to be in the corporate business anymore. I want to start my own business. Hmm. And I want to see if I can hire you to help me do that. And before I had even confessed to anyone that I wanted to consider coaching, I thought my first client just knocked on my own door. Like he yeah. came to me. The universe knocked on my yeah, so the universe it, sort of supported your decision and sent the person to your door, knocking on your door. Exactly. Hmm. So I, I got a few more calls from friends who said, Oh, I have this great job lead for you. I want to send you on. So they told me about the job lead. And then I told them what I was thinking about and what what this what had just happened with this friend who had walked in the door. And one woman said to me, I'm not sending you this job lead. You're going to do that. And I said, what? She said, I'm not giving you this marketing job lead because you will be so, so, so perfect for that. Mm -hmm. And you need to go for it. So, you know, it, it, it was a big decision. Um, and I think the mindset shift that I made the biggest was at that point. And I said, you know, I can do what I love and be who I am mm. and still earn a good living. Yes. I don't have to only work in a place that doesn't fit for me. And I have to sort of put a mask on and fake it mm. in order to earn a good living. Perfect. Exactly. And this is, this needs to happen first, isn't it, Barbara? You have to have this epiphany 
first. You need to have this change in your mindset first before it actually materializes in the external world and it becomes a reality, before you start earning the kind of income that you would in a corporate world. Because you and I both have done this. We've transitioned actually a lot more now than I did in my corporate job. But it does take that mental decision. Yes, I can do it. Yes, it does. You you have to make that decision. Before you make that decision, nothing can happen. Great. Number one. And number two, you have to be all in yes. for no matter what happens. Yes. And I remember saying to myself, if I have to stand on the corner with a sandwich board <laughs> to advertise my services, like I'm willing to do that. Mm. And I never had to do that either, <laughs> mm. but I was willing to like, that's how much I wanted it. During that first six months, when I was really trying to get my business off the ground, I would be at a store and I'd pick something up and say, you know, see how much it costs. And I'd say, you know, would I rather have this thing or would I rather invest that money into my new business? Or would I rather go to the corporate job and be paid the money I was making there uh, to cover this thing? And I would always put the thing down. I would always put it down and say, nope, I'm going back to my business again, even if it means with the sandwich board. So um, I went, I ultimately went back to school and I did get several coaching certifications Mm -hmm. to have the education to back up my personal experience with the whole thing. And, um, and I started a part-time on the side while I was working as a consultant. And um, the irony of it is the person I worked for as a consultant desperately needed a coach. (laughs) Desperately. Um, He was a bit resistant to it. I, I did work with him on both consulting and coaching. He, he did want some of that. Um, but it ultimately got to the place where I was doing that during the day and then coaching and running my business and building my business in the evenings and on the weekends. So I slowly started building it. Well, the day that I gave my notice at that part-time position, I just couldn't take it anymore. And I was like, I'll figure it out. I gave my notice. And the next day I had enough clients to fill my calendar the next Wonderful. day Wonderful. to talk about like a wink from the universe. And I literally, that was 15 years ago. I haven't looked back since like, I've never been without clients since that moment. Never. How awesome. Is that? Oh my God. What an amazing inspirational story, Barbara. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Barbara, that was wonderful. Can you tell us how can we connect with you and how can we actually find you on the internet? Yes. Yeah, so um, my website is internalgroove.com. I am most often on LinkedIn. Uh, you can send me you can send me a private note or an invitation to connect. I like connecting with people one on one. I am on all the other social media channels, um, but that one is where I am most often. And you know, I love I love connecting with people personally. I love people's journeys. I love to hear people's stories of what they've done. You know, I think that we all are capable of so much more than our mindset tells us we're capable Agreed. of. I mean, I think that I, I think you hit the nail on the head. I don't think our mindset's telling us that. It's what we we've been programmed to believe what we're capable of. Absolutely. That's the subconscious programming we get from the ages of zero to seven. So if everyone around us doesn't achieve that more than a certain thing, we think that's all that is for us. And this is the mindset that we can, you and I are helping to change because anything is possible. There's no difference between you and I and say Bill Gates and, yeah. and Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk. They just have used their mental faculties at a different level and have a different mindset to the rest of us. 
It's true. And, you know, our conditioning from age, you know, birth to seven is one piece. But I think after that, schools take over and society takes over and And even our friendship circles take over. Because, you know, when I quit, I had so many of my successful friends telling me, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't you cannot quit that job. You've worked your whole life to get there. And I'm like, that job is going to kill me. And I literally said that that job is going to kill me if I don't quit. And I, to this day, I really do believe it saved my life. I do. I do mean that. I think, but then nobody knows what's good for you except yourself. And people look, look at your life based on their own prejudices and their own judgments. You know what's right for you. And that's all that really matters. Well, yeah. obviously you're wonderful. So obviously, Barbara, you're going to come back on our Money Talkie segment because we have so much to learn from you. And we need to do that on the Money Talkie segment. Thank you so much for being a, an amazing guest with us today. Thank you. Um, everybody listening on the podcast, if you are in all the links that Barbara just mentioned, they'll be in the show notes. And if you're watching this on YouTube, down below, on the description section, we'll have all the links to Barbara's website and her LinkedIn profile as well, she, um, as well so you can connect with her very easily. But obviously, we're going to have Barbara back for Money Talkies. Thank you so much, Barbara, for being a guest today. Thank you, everybody, for listening and joining me today. I will be back on another Friday Friday Future segment with another amazing guest sharing their life journey and telling us how they change their life by changing their mindset. Until the next time we meet, this is Gold Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com and if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop and if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money then go and get my book Laws of Money from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.